Let's do that hockey. Hey everybody, welcome to Dopper Prospects Podcast. My name's Peter Harling, I'm your host. And today's episode is episode number 72, and it's sort of a special edition episode. What I'm going to be doing is a 2020 NHL Draft Spotlight on prospect profile Quinton Byfield of the Sudbury Wolves in the OHL. I've had a chance to watch him play live uh, three times now this season, and uh, I got a pretty good handle on his game and what he's all about. I had a chance to speak with him after his game here in Kingston uh, last night, and so he'll be the guest on Dauber Prospects today. And so let's get right into it. Let's start off with the Quinton Byfield draft profile. So Quinton Byfield is a 17-year-old center from Newmarket, Ontario. He's born August 19th, uh, 2002. He's six foot four, 214 pounds, and shoots left. So he's a big physical center, and he has been ranked very high for the upcoming NHL draft. Hockeyprospect.com has him ranked second. So does the Hockey News. Uh, Cam Robinson had him ranked second for the Dauber Prospects ranking. NHL.com has him ranked second as well. Uh, McKean's put him at third, and Sam Cosentino from Sportsnet actually put him at fourth. Uh, I think second is where he's very likely to go, um, but this, uh, as I record this on November 23rd, uh, I would not be surprised if he ended up going first overall, and I think I would, at this point, I would rank him number one um, in a draft rankings if I were to, to do one today. Uh, I'd put him slightly ahead of Alexis Lafreniere because while I would probably put Lafreniere number one in a fantasy ranking, I like Byfield because he's he's just as good um, offensively almost as, as Lafreniere, but um, the physical edge that he has uh, and the fact that he he's a center and not a winger, uh, I, if I were an NHL GM, those are two things that I would find highly attractive. Um, I think I would rather build my my team around the center than the winger. Uh, so, taking a look at breaking him down, um, I've using the model of the four S's as laid out by Gus Katsaros from McKean's Hockey, uh, and I'll be using those criteria to kind of break down his game. So that's skating, smarts, skill, and speed. Um surprisingly size isn't in there uh, as we know size in the NHL is becoming less of a thing uh, it is however of course still an advantage if you can be just as smart and fast and talented as anyone in the game and have a physical advantage over them of course uh, and so Byfield has that uh, a player that he's compared to uh, that's in the NHL, I think the best, I've heard a couple, but the best one came right out of the horse's mouth, and that would be Evgeny Malkin. Uh, they both have good size. They both have good skill. Uh, he's been compared to Eric Lindros a little bit. Um, I don't really like that comparison. I think it puts a lot of pressure on him, and uh, while they're both big, physical, skilled, good skating centers that played in the OHL, I think that Lindros is a little bit more... Um, physically imposing than Byfield. 
Um, Lindros was uh, dominant when he was in both the OHL and the um, and the NHL, and he used his physical size uh, far greater to his advantage. I think that's one thing that Byfield could maybe do a little bit better is be a little bit more nasty, um, you know, push people around a little bit. You've got an advantage physically and size-wise over some guys, and he doesn't need to do that. He can rely on his skill, and that's working really well for him. But I think it would maybe add an element to his game of, of nastiness that would just make him that much more attractive. Uh, so a little bit of history on him coming in. Uh, he is the first overall pick in the 2018 OHL priority selection. Uh, Sudbury Wolves picked him first overall. And he made the team, of course. And in his rookie year, last season in the OHL, he uh, he did very, very well. He played 64 games, 29 goals, 32 assists for 61 points. So just shy of a point per game, which is exceptional. That won him the Rookie of the Year in both the OHL and throughout the entire CHL. Uh, he also had eight points in eight playoff games for the Wolves as well. Uh, going into this season, he uh, he was a standout player for Canada at the Ivan Halinka, of course, posting five points in five games, helping Canada win the silver. Um, and this season, in his draft year, the 1920 season, so far we're 25 games in, he has 46 points, 17 goals, and 29 assists. Um, so he has been leading the league in scoring uh, at different points throughout the season, and he will be right there uh, at the end of the season, barring any kind of injury, despite the fact that he'll miss time playing for Canada at the World Juniors in all likelihood. I really hope that he makes um, Canada for the World Juniors. I think that would be exceptional. All right, so let's take a look at breaking down his game a little bit, and let's start with skating. Now, when you talk about a kid who's 17 years old, um, barely, and is six foot four, 214 pounds, you have to think that he's had a growth spurt in there, and that at that young, young age, there's a little bit of um, you know draft-looking skating ability. Uh, awkward physically, not really got his coordination and dexterity figured out yet. Um, you often hear the term, he's a good skater for a player his size. We'll take all of those biases, crumple them up into a little ball, and throw them out the window. Uh, they absolutely do not apply to Quinton Byfield. In fact, I would make the argument that the best asset in his game is his skating ability, which is scary good. Uh, so some things about his, his skating that I really like is, is number one, the power uh, in his stride that he has. He has an explosive two-step acceleration, which is one of the most, if not the most important asset as laid out by Gus in his four S's. And you can find that article on McKean's, by the way. I highly recommend uh, do a Google search on 4S scouting. Uh, it'll pop up. It's a really, really good read if you, if you are interested in refining your own scouting uh, abilities. Uh, back to Byfield. Um, he has exceptional uh, balance, agility, and edge work on his skates. So he's a big, heavy player, of course, and that makes him really, really difficult to knock off the puck. I've seen a number of clips, and I've watched them live a couple of times, um, carrying the puck uh, over the 
opposition blue line towards the goal and defenders are checking him and he uses his wide stance uh you know the defenders lean on him to no avail uh, they try and get position on him and he'll let the puck slip between them and then he'll do a little spinorama kind of maneuver and uh, and rotate around the defenseman, uh, showing his excellent edge work and agility. Uh, his pivots are very good. Uh, you know, skating up the ice, waiting for uh, a breakout pass, uh, coming back defensively. Um, his ability to transition from forward to back skating and back to forward, etc., uh, are, are no problem at all. Uh, his top speed is above average. Uh, if you lose a step on him, you're unlikely to, to recover from that. And even if you have a step on him, uh, if the puck is fired, you know, up into the offensive zone, if he's, uh, even, uh, behind the defenseman, he can often win the race to the puck. Um, so his skating is a tremendous asset and that kind of transitions into the next category, which is smarts. Um, he's a very, very smart player. His hockey IQ is extremely high. He's very good at anticipating plays and timing where and when to be there. And that comes hand in hand with his skating. So he can you know, recognize when uh, a teammate is going to win puck possession or a race to the puck, and then at the same time, understand what that means to him, how he can support that in an outlet pass, and he has the physical abilities, the skating skill, to to utilize that, to get to where he needs to be faster than, uh, than the defenseman. So he thinks the game and and moves physically in the game faster than a lot of the competition he's currently playing with and against in the OHL. Uh, he's really great at finding open ice. Uh, he, he can uh, quarterback the power play. So on special teams, he's been deployed on the point very frequently. Um, I noticed that at the CHL Russia, OHL Russia game in, in Kitchener. Uh, he, uh, the first power play, he was out there on PP Unit 1 on the point, and the power play ran through Byfield. He was used, um, uh, you know, that they, they kept sending him the puck, and he's got a big slap shot that he can unleash on the point, so that's threat number one. Threat number two is, as I said, he's, he's very quick. Um, he can move in off the point and take advantage of open ice if the defensemen give it to him. Um, his one-timer is very good. You know, you can't give him a bad pass, one of those kind of players. Like, even if it's in the air or in his feet, he can take the pass no problem. You know, obviously, if you put the, the one-timer pass in his wheelhouse, then he can get off a, a goal for sure. But even if it's not in the sweet spot, he's still able to get off a shot. Um, you can also put him, because he's so big, he's very good in the slot on the power play in front of the net. That's where Canada deployed him frequently at the Holinka tournament. Uh, and there's a beautiful highlight of him scoring a goal where Lafreniere passes to him uh, right in front of the goal. And his back is to the slot, so he's facing the corner. And he's able to uh, move the puck to a better angle by putting it through his feet and putting his, his stick between his legs and going over the the goalie shoulder and putting it top corner. Um, it's a play that JVR really likes to do a lot. Um, Byfield did it and it looked very, very good. Um, he's very deceptive. 
uh, he's able to shift his positioning, the puck positioning, his positioning, uh, and find passing lanes or shooting lanes. Um, you know, he'll be he'll receive a pass and the defenseman will come out to challenge him. And rather than just, you know, panicking and quickly firing off a shot that goes into the shins or the skate or the stick of the defenseman, he'll do a little um, toe drag or stutter step um, force the defenseman to adjust and open up a little bit, does the same thing to the goalie, uh, and that is extremely effective. He can also do that while in stride, too, while skating and carrying the puck, rushing up the ice. The defenseman will be challenging him. Uh, he'll do a little how-she-going forehand-backhand kind of thing or backhand-forehand step to the one side or the other. All of a sudden, there's an angle. Uh, with a quick release, he's able to get a shot off. Uh, he supports the play very, very well, too. I've noticed that he's very good at reading as a center uh, when he needs to come back down low in the defensive zone and help and support his defense in puck retrieval battles. And he's also really good at identifying that, you know, even though the puck's in our zone, we're good. We got this. We're not in trouble. I can hang out high so that when the defenseman is able to lift his head up and make an outlet pass, boom, there I am, breakaway. Um so he's very, very smart, reads the plays, anticipates plays very, very well. Um, moving on from smarts to skill, obviously he is a highly skilled player. The kid has 46 points in 25 games. You don't do that by being really tall. Uh, he's got some soft hands. Um, I mentioned that between the legs goal uh, for Canada at the Halinka in front of the net was um, a really good example of how silky smooth his, his hands are. So despite the fact that he's a really big guy, he's got some excellent puck control ability. Um, he's able to carry the puck at speed, um, you know, forcing off defenders, um, guys pushing him, slapping his stick or whatnot. Uh, he's able under duress to protect the puck, handle the puck, manage the puck, put it through defensemen, uh, get position on them, deke around them, uh, even while skating in and at speed. It, it's very, very translatable skill to the NHL level. Uh, it's something I noticed in Athanasiu, which I really liked when he was in the OHL. Uh, in terms of more skill set, his shot is obviously a heavy and accurate shot. Um, he prefers the, the wrist shot, but, you know, as I mentioned, he plays the point, which allows us to get a look at his slap shot and one-timer, uh, which are both uh, very dangerous. He's got a quick release on his shot as well. It's deceptive. I've kind of alluded to this before where uh, if he's got the puck in the offensive zone and he doesn't like what his options are for uh, a shot on goal in the moment, he can quickly... Um, do a little sidestep or whatever, uh, and kind of fake the defenseman of the goalie out. Um, he's also good at using deception in a number of different scenarios uh, in the cycle, you know, fake one way, go the other. These are not uncommon skills, especially at the NHL level. Um, so they're, I wouldn't say they're exceptional, but um, it's just another tool he has in the toolkit. Um, in terms of his speed, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier. He's a fast skater. Uh, he's got a good, a better than average top speed. His two-step acceleration is explosive, very powerful strides. Um, but he also thinks the game at a high pace. You know, he sets the pace of play. Uh, he reads and anticipates where the puck is going, 
um, where he needs to be in order to to take advantage of that. Um, so I really like all of these things about his game. Uh, a couple of articles that I also use to research this, that if you're interested in learning more about Byfield, first of all, watch him play. Uh, if you can, if you live in Ontario, uh, go out and see him live. Um, and if you want to do a little bit more research, two articles that I highly recommend would be on Dauber Prospects. Obviously, his profile is up, but you can also read uh, Tony Ferrari's uh, Shift Work article on uh, Byfield. It is exceptional. Uh, and Cam Robinson has a fantastic article on Elite Prospects Ringside Film Room. It's uh, scouting analysis breaking down uh, a lot of his game using video clips to support uh, Cam's scouting analysis uh, of his game. So Byfield is a top draft pick for the 2020 NHL draft coming up in Montreal. He's, in my opinion, going to go... Uh, no later than second overall, potentially first overall. There's a little bit of hockey to play this season um, that'll help sort all these things out. Um, and that's my scouting analysis and prospect report on Byfield. So now let's uh, cut to an interview that I had with the man himself last night and uh, see what he has to say. Byfield breaks in, two storm after him. Byfield scores! Welcome to the OHL, Quinton Byfield. He dipped, he dangled, he buried top cheese, and the Sudbury Wolves get that huge insurance marker. They're up 4-2 on their first overall pick, Quinton Byfield's first Ontario Hockey League goal. Uh, so, Quinton, I'm, what uh, you're coming up in the NHL draft, a lot of questions that a lot of people always want to know about the draft picks is, uh, what's an NHL comparable? So. Um, what would you say would be a player that you play like that's in the NHL that people would know? Uh, I think a very good player to be Malkin, so that's really an honor, uh, a compliment to my game. So uh, I would have to say the close player is him. Uh, he's a big 200-foot player that I play like. Who is that, sorry? Vigini Malkin. Right on, right on. I hear you, uh, I've heard you get a lot of comparisons to Eric Lindros, who played in the OHL, was a big guy, really skilled. Um, what do you think about those uh, comparisons? Uh, it's definitely a compliment. You know, he's a legend. Uh, he's an exceptional player. So uh, I'm just being compared to anybody in the NHL, really. is just, uh, as I say, just a compliment. And that's where I want to be in a compliment next year, hopefully. Is, uh, is Malkin a player that you model your game after or someone you try to emulate? Uh, I think uh, I just try to play my own way. But uh, there's just similarities because we're both big guys who skate pretty well. Yeah, you do skate pretty well, actually. Um, one of the things I've uh, I've watched you a couple times live now this season, and uh, I'm trying to find holes in your game. And the knock on a lot of big guys is is their skating, so they grow so fast, and it takes them a while to uh, to round that out. I would say that is one of the bigger strengths of your game. Would you agree with that as well? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, skating is definitely one of my um, abilities that I do really well out there on the ice. I'm down to find my teammates and. I think that's something uh, that's really good for me. I'm a big guy who can skate pretty good. Might have found a hole in your game tonight, actually. When the net was empty, you were kind of yeah. playing goal there a little bit, and uh, you came up short on the save. So maybe that's something you could work on. Yeah, no, for sure. I got to get some pads and work on that. <laughs> what is one thing on your game, though, that you think uh, you'd like to improve the most? Um, definitely my defensive play. I think I have took strides in that last year, and um, just keep working on that thing. Um, so I think that's just something I can definitely work on. Cool, man. Uh, do you think that you'd be able to jump into the NHL next year? Uh, I definitely think I can if I just have a strong offseason. Um, you know, training Gary Roberts with all the pros there. 
um, to just kind of take notes from them. Hopefully, uh, I get stronger. Uh, I gotta get faster as well for an NHL game. Hopefully, I can step in next year. If I had first pick in my fantasy draft, who would I pick first, Quinton Byfield or Alexis Lafreniere? Uh, hopefully, you're on my side there. So, uh, you know, I think I can definitely step in as I said uh, next year and uh, dominate a bit. Do you play fantasy hockey? Uh, not too much anymore. No. Do you used to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of Pete Rosevich if you uh, if you do now, eh? Yeah. Um, so you've played in the CHL Russia series recently. You're in the Halinka. Uh, before the season started earlier this year, you're playing in some pretty prestigious elite tournaments. The caliber of play in those leagues or tournaments, I'd imagine, would be higher. Do you find it easier or harder to play in tournaments where the tempo is a lot faster and higher? Uh, I don't know. I find that with exceptional players, you know, everyone in Canada, all the top guys are on one team. So I find it a bit easier there. Um, but, you know, it's definitely a harder competition. Everyone bringing their best, uh, they're playing for their country, so I think it's a mix of both. Right on. Um, what was it about the center ice position that made you want to play that, and what do you like playing about center? Oh, I found, <laughs> I don't know, it's a good question. I like, uh, I find it's the un- most unrestricted uh, position, you know, um, defense, you got to stay back more, uh, wingers, you know, you have to stay high kind of in the D zone, and center, you can just go everywhere, roam around the ice, so kind of like the freedom there. Cool, cool, that's interesting. Um, who's your favorite current NHL player? Uh, right now, it's, whew, I don't know, I'll say probably Cal McCarr. He's pretty hot right now. So I'm I'll kidding, go with eh? him, yeah. Yeah, he could, he's got a chance to set some records this yeah, season as a rookie. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's pretty madness. Um, I had one more other question I wanted to ask you. I can't remember what it was, so I'll let All you right. go and have a good night with your parents. All right. Thank you very much to Quentin Byfield for taking some time out after the game in Kingston last night to speak to me. Uh, He was waiting to uh, visit with his parents who had traveled to watch him play in the game. So I appreciate the the time that he took out uh, to speak to me. I clearly need to work on some of my interview skills. Uh, but if this is an episode that you really enjoyed, uh, give it a share. Let me know. Uh, shoot a message to me um, at DPR underscore show on Twitter or at Farling on P-H-A-R-L-I-N-G on Twitter. Uh, let me know what you liked about this episode or what you didn't like about this episode. Uh, and if you'd be interested in hearing interviews with players in the future going forward. Uh, like always, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy the show. If you do, Give me a give me a share, give me a subscription, five star review, all of that good stuff. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see you in the ring.